0: Hi there, this is Ryan File from the Mail Tribune, and you're listening to The Insider, the stories behind our stories. If this is your first time here, hello. I created this podcast as a way to give readers some insight into what went into the more elaborate or in-depth stories or projects Mail Tribune newsroom staff pulled together. I'm a big fan of making of featurettes, and I suspect at least a couple people who found their way here are too. Today my guest is crime reporter Nick Morgan, and we're talking about something I hadn't uttered a peep about since 2011 when I got married. Wedding dresses. Oh, and how 286 women reportedly didn't get one from an Arizona bridal shop that just, you know, closed, and how the proprietors of that shop opened a new one in Medford, and how the Arizona Attorney General is involved. It's made for what I think is the most interesting Mail Tribune story of 2019 so far. Nick! welcome thanks so much for having me right Yeah,
1: first time here yeah long-time listener first-time caller
0: (laughs) so here we are a couple of fellas talking (laughs) wedding dresses necklines trains fabrics the whole bit this story we're talking about is crazy so 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 set the stage for me what's what's it about basically
1: uh there's about 300 women, um, well, 286 according to Arizona's attorney general, that are targeting this new bridal shop that opened just in the middle of January, and they're outraged because less than a year ago the owner had a bridal shop in Phoenix, Arizona, that just closed. Basically, they uh, these women had pr- say that they prepaid. Uh, typically about a thousand dollars. I talked to uh, at least three, but the Arizona Attorney General's uh, complaint uh, that was filed back in September says that there's way more. They say that there's about two hundred and seventy-seven thousand dollars worth of orders that didn't get processed.
0: So ultimately, these women in Arizona were in the midst of getting these purchases, and suddenly doors shuttered.
1: Doors shuttered with no notice, and this caused severe logistics issues for some of the brides that I talked to. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, I I can't imagine. One bride uh, had to push her wedding back a month, forfeit a deposit. And it, it sounded like it was otherwise a pretty small wedding. She paid $1,000 that she never got back. Uh, She attempted to uh, do a chargeback on her credit card and that chargeback was denied. I I spoke with the owner before we ran this story and she said that wasn't intentional. She believes that it was some sort of uh, miscommunication with her bank or she referenced a form letter. Three women that I talked to, at least two of them, said that they attempted chargebacks that were denied. This is like $1,000 that they lost, plus the the issues that go with having to figure out what to do for a wedding dress, which for a lot of brides is the centerpiece of um, of their big day.
0: So. absolutely so basically they shutter. eventually they open up out here and suddenly uh, you know these women who were wronged who say they were wronged and and had these all these issues start writing negative reviews of this place yeah how did this get on your radar one of the
1: um brides reached out to our editor and from there i discovered this uh this facebook group uh it was called victims of um Pearl Bridal, that was the name of the Phoenix, Arizona Bridal Shop. And the Facebook
0: Uh, group is called Victims of Pearl Bridal. Yeah, uh,
1: Victims of Pearl Bridal, and there's uh, more than 300 members. Uh, That's one of the reasons they kind of mobilized in Southern Oregon. And I should emphasize that XOXO Bridal in Medford is the only one that is owned by the former owner of Pearl Bridal, which claimed bankruptcy. Apparently, there's a shop in Idaho that's uh, been getting the brunt of this and uh, they only have the misfortune of having the same name. Oh, so, no. <laughs> uh, it's worth mentioning that the shop in Idaho doesn't deserve the ire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but through that, uh, I found uh, a lot of angry brides they'd mobilized on with angry Yelp reviews, uh, angry uh, Google reviews. It remains to be seen how long those reviews have, will stick. It seems like a week since the stories run, uh, a lot of those. Reviews have been removed because uh, they're not the same business, even though they're the same business owner. But brides' experiences in Arizona, it crosses a a line for Google or Yelp. These women out of Arizona seem really driven to prevent Southern Oregon brides from experiencing what they experienced. With that said, I did uh, talk to the owner, and the owner said that she's doing things different this time around that she's starting smaller. Part of the issues were compounded by um, a, a lot more overhead, a lot more staff and um, compounded by family problems. She said that she had a, a complicated pregnancy that led her to have to step away from the business for several months.
0: She made like a, a bunch of claims. Yeah. On, on a there's her, there's right? a big
1: blog post that kind of shared her side of the story because I ended up getting through to Erica. I, 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 I used basically her statements rather than that blog, but it was a, it was a good roadmap for where she was coming from. Mm-hmm. What makes this story so interesting is that this time last year her business was open in Arizona. You know, it's still a very fresh wound for a lot of these brides,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and Erica kind of describes, you know, this is the best way she knows how to move forward. She described to me. Um, She's going to have to settle with the Arizona Attorney General. She anticipated that's going to cost six figures. She described this as the best way to raise enough money to do that. Mm -hmm. Um.
0: Based on what I overheard in the newsroom as you worked on this, it sounded (laughs) like a pretty frantic and complicated process with a lot of moving pieces.
1: It really was. The owner had uh, married once before, and so there's there are three names to check. She and her current husband attempted to film a reality series in Portland. They owned a bar and grill on the Oregon coast. Um, there's been a, a a string of businesses that have since closed. The reality show is probably the most interesting detail. Uh, it was going to be called uh, Milties Millions. It was going to track the husband's attempts to raise his first million dollars uh, starting an insurance company that would cater to to bars and grills. Apparently the reality show never got off the ground. Uh, There are still social media pages, Twitter and Facebook, that Ended abruptly in 2014. Some of the other moving pieces that I had to track down involved just a lot of judgments in their name. There were a lot of judgments that um, in several counties across the state. Basically, there there were a string of businesses that uh, that have collapsed in their name, in their wake. As I said, I, I I reached out to Erica for that side and for her side, and you know I should note that uh, she said that with each business she learned something new, and with XOXO Bridal. Um, she said that she's learned to start small and it's going to be just her. Some of the other moving pieces, uh, the Arizona attorney general's complaint says that she was custom making dresses. But, um, a lot of the brides said that they, they found, they found the dresses, the same dresses on Alibaba as in they were made in China in factories. Uh, Erica's new business. She's, she's, uh, uses the term redesigning dresses she said that she uh, basically takes uh pieces from different factory made dresses uh, to tailor it to a bride's specifications there's probably a little bit a little bit of parsing there, but it seems like it's <laughs> just a lot of terminology a lot of terminology this whole thing was a learning experience so this was very much a fish out of water experience for me I'm a little disappointed I never got to use the word taffeta in the story but uh, <laughs> 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 but uh, you know, I, I learned all about like the anatomy of a dress. I, I made a lot of Tim Gunn jokes.
0: Uh,
1: like a lot of my uh, binging Project run- Runway a decade ago, kind of came back. Oh, perfect.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what was it like reporting on something so unfamiliar? This is a court story, obviously, but it it doesn't involve you know murder, or drug rings, or a dozen awful other things we really had to report a crime. on.
1: That's that's kind of the bizarre. Thing is, um, you know, it's a civil matter. I mean, one of the things I always enjoy about this line of work is that you know I get to learn something new every day. I don't necessarily get to pick what I learn, but um, yeah, this this involved multiple states. Um, as I said, uh, you know my follow up will mention that you know there's a whole other state that's been impacted by this, Idaho. Like this or this, at least this one shop in uh, in Idaho um, that had nothing to do with this other than have the same name that she picked out. I learned about uh, you know, uh, the different parts and pieces of a wedding dress. Our city editor Justin, I think when he tweeted out the story, he said overhearing my interviews was one of his favorite things of the week, you know. Like we were all <laughs> listening in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, but even even though uh, you know, the, the world of wedding planning is uh something unfamiliar to me. Um I still understood the emotions involved. That That's what kind of drew me to the story. One of the brides talked about, um, you know, in, in vivid detail, like uh, the moment that she, that basically this time last year, the first week of March, uh, she picked out the, the wedding dress that she thought she was going to get married in, you know. She was with her mom, and she had video that she shared with me of that that magical moment for her that ended up not happening, you know, and I understood those seriously dashed hopes, you know, that, mm-hmm.
0: uh,
1: that, that lingered with me. And whenever I get that just strong impact that, that usually tells me I'm onto something. Yeah, absolutely. What's um what's
0: the feedback been like to this?
1: Well, I, I was expecting it to be a little bit more mixed. Like, uh, I mean, it certainly was widely shared. It was uh, definitely one of her most, read stories last week and by a mile yeah i I could tell folks were outraged uh i've i've noticed on the facebook group that uh the women are reaching out to the owners of the space that uh erica leases i'm I'm still kind of seeking out the next developments of the story i i think uh the big piece that i'm waiting to find out is um how Arizona resolves its um, complaint with Erica regarding the Arizona business that uh, that claimed bankruptcy. One other piece that I thought was interesting was, in addition to the business closing, Erica disappeared, is what they described. Uh, one of the brides that I talked to said that her mom had to like uh, look her up in the phone book and um, and go to her home address where they found you know the house basically distressed but distressed and vacant like they they left in a hurry there was there's stuff out front but they were gone I, I know that Erica's blog had described like uh, had said that they were being harassed you know as as a reporter I can only weigh those two sides I, I see the impacts from both sides I know that Erica described being concerned for her family and how this is scaring her children. But you know, I also understand that you know these were a lot of people's big days that were thrown in limbo. But another one that I thought was kind of interesting was I, I got through to a, another bride that um, while everyone else was leaving one one star reviews, um, another another victim out of Arizona gave her a five star review and started her review with something along the lines of uh, sometimes you have to learn to forgive. Mm-hmm. And she mentioned that she found a dress that she ended up loving and, um, you know, that obviously didn't come from Pearl Bridal, but she did pay, you know, uh, um, around $900. She provided a receipt to the Mail Tribune, I think $953. When I heard from her, it definitely, she definitely struck me as a bigger person than I am. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> but maybe most of us. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, so. yeah. Well, that's that's quite a whirlwind. Um, I really appreciate you coming on here. Yeah, uh, I really appreciate you having me. And um, as
1: I said, I, I I know that this was a story that had impacted a lot of people in the Rogue Valley. You know, the valley's small, and everybody knows somebody who knows somebody who's getting married. So, mm-hmm.
0: um, yeah. Well, um, it was a very interesting story. I certainly learned a lot, and uh, there were. A lot of twists and turns, and it's not over yet, so appreciate it. There is a link to Nick's story in the podcast info below. You can read all about it at mailtribune.com. You can also listen to past episodes of The Insider by subscribing for free on Apple Podcasts or streaming them directly from our site at mailtribune.com slash podcasts slash the-insider. This is Ryan File. We'll see you next time.